Hello, human family. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. Welcome to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host heart-centered conversations exploring all topics of the human and spiritual experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn. Y como siempre, I am so grateful you are here. In last week's episode, Between You and I, as I expanded on letting go of expectations and liberating my creativity, I touched on being someone who has a lot of ideas and being someone who is grateful to have a lot of ideas. Several of you reached out and expressed that you particularly, particularly resonated with that tidbit of the conversation. So it just felt right to talk about exactly this in this week's episode, being someone who has a lot of ideas. Y'all, I am so grateful to have a lot of ideas. I'm so grateful to have an abundance of ideas. I'm so grateful to be gifted the imagination, the creativity, the vision needed to have a lot of ideas. I'm so grateful to receive my ideas and no longer ignore or dismiss or suppress my ideas. I am so grateful to know that having a lot of ideas is a blessing, not a burden. This conversation we're about to have is seriously a conversation that my younger self needed to hear and not my inner child because when we're children, We are simply playful with our ideas and our imagination, and we really don't overthink them. But my inner teen, my inner adolescent, my inner young adult in her early 20s really needed to hear this conversation. I feel equipped to lead this conversation now because your girl has always been someone who just has so many ideas. And over the years, I've developed a healthier relationship with my ideas. So let's talk about the truth that having a lot of ideas is a blessing, not a burden. I remember there was a time where having a lot of ideas felt like a burden because they weren't contributing much to my life other than more thoughts in my mind. I felt overwhelmed by them because I didn't know what to do with them. I felt frustrated with them because what was the point of having a lot of ideas if nothing was going to happen with them? I even felt defeated by them because nothing was happening with them. I just felt like, what's the point of having so many ideas? What I had to realize is that ideas themselves are not the burden. Me holding myself back from pursuing them was the burden. Me dismissing them and not receiving them was the burden. Me not giving them a chance to be brought to life was the burden. Me not believing in myself enough to bring them to life was the burden. If anything, I was the burden, not my ideas. Ideas simply reveal themselves to us. And from there, it's really on us to decide what we're going to do with them. And let me clarify, we have the power to decide 
what we're going to do with our ideas. I also want to clarify that the reason why our ideas start to feel like burdens when we suppress them is because we are suppressing them. Anything that you suppress will eventually feel like a burden, whether it's an idea or an emotion or an experience or a thought. Anything that is suppressed becomes an energetic blockage that naturally begins to feel like a burden, especially as time progresses because then that energetic blockage begins to build up and become increasingly more dense and more heavy. And this is where episode 71 comes in because we talk about liberating your creativity, liberating your creations, liberating yourself as a creator. So if you have yet to listen to that episode, highly recommend that you do so. The way I see it now is my ideas are blessings. And the reason why I see my ideas as blessings is because as I've allowed myself to pursue them over the years, I've been able to experience and witness all the blessings that my ideas have gifted me. I've been able to experience and witness all the blessings that have come from me pursuing my ideas, from me bringing my ideas to life. And what I've come to realize is that sometimes it's not even about bringing the idea itself to life, but about where pursuing the idea will lead you. Sometimes it's more about how you will be transformed by the pursuit of the idea, rather than about the idea itself. I think I'm going to have to do a whole other episode where we specifically talk about the blessings that come from pursuing your ideas, because that truly is a whole conversation in and of itself. I've actually been thinking about how grateful I am to have allowed myself to pursue one big idea, literally just one big idea, because Once you allow yourself to pursue one big idea, it changes everything. But in this episode, I want to stick with the topic of having a lot of ideas because yes, again, having a lot of ideas is a blessing, not a burden. So how do you actually create that shift in perspective where you start to see your ideas as blessings and not burdens? Let me tell you, The number one thing. If you're someone who has a lot of ideas, this is my number one recommendation for you. The number one thing that helped me begin to shift my relationship with my ideas is writing my ideas down. Yes, community. My number one recommendation for you is to write your ideas down. Write all of them down. Don't worry about having all the details or the hows or the whens or whatever else your mind may be pressuring you to know. Just write the ideas down and whatever details you do have in the moment. A few reasons why writing your ideas down is powerful includes but is not limited to. Writing your ideas down is a reflection of you receiving your ideas Writing your ideas down helps you release the blockages, the buildup, the suppression in your mind and body. Writing your ideas down creates more space in your mind and body. Writing your ideas down gives you clarity. And writing your ideas down is you transforming the ideas into something physical and commencing the manifestation process. I have notebooks that I dedicate solely for my ideas and nothing else. 
and I have so many idea notebooks from over the years. These notebooks are gold to me. There's a lot of great ideas in them. And there's also a lot of not so great ideas in them. There's also ideas waiting to be brought to life and ideas that have already been brought to life and were either successful or not so successful. Writing my ideas down has hands down been a game changer. Let's take a moment to talk about our partner. I now look forward to drinking my one scoop of AG1 every single morning because one, it genuinely tastes really good to me. And two, it feels really good to know that I am absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens that help me get my day right, my body right, my mind right, my spirit right every single day. And I just absolutely love that it contains less than one gram of sugar. It has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And yet, again, it still just tastes so good. AG1 truly is a small micro habit that has huge benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit. And I am genuinely so grateful to share this product with you, AG1. And I'm so grateful that I genuinely appreciate this brand, Athletic Greens. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash SWG. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash SWG to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I have also put the link in the description below. Okay, let's get back into our conversation. So you wrote your ideas down. Now what? Well, Go on and help yourself in this life, in this game of bringing ideas to life. You absolutely need to help yourself. Do some research. Learn more about what it takes to bring your ideas to life. Study other people who have done something similar. Ask yourself what you already have now that can help you take the first steps and what resources you'll need in the future. Learn, learn, learn. Research, research, research. And sometimes simply by doing more research, you will find yourself either becoming more excited or less excited. You'll find yourself feeling more aligned with the idea or less aligned with the idea. But one thing I will tell you is that if you start feeling less excited, if you start feeling discouraged because you don't feel equipped enough or smart enough or talented enough or enough, period, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, okay? Remind yourself that you deserve to try. Remind yourself that absolutely everybody begins as a beginner. 
Remind yourself that you don't need to know everything right now. You simply need to show up, do what you can with what you have, and take the first step, and then the next step, and then the next step. Now, if you start feeling less excited, if you start feeling discouraged because you're too lazy, well, then I don't know what to tell you other than laziness gets you nowhere. Bringing ideas to life takes work. And there's absolutely no way around it. There just isn't. Remind yourself that you can do hard things. Again, remind yourself that you can do hard things. You absolutely can. So after your research, then what? Let me tell you a truth. And this is a truth I also needed to hear when I started pursuing my ideas. There is no blueprint. If you're looking for a blueprint, if you're looking for a step-by-step process to bringing your ideas to life, I'm telling you right now, there is no blueprint. Because each of us is on our own unique journey of divine unfoldment. Each of us has our own unique blueprint. And we create our blueprint in the process, in the journey of creating. There is no one way to create. There is no one way to bring ideas to life, but there is your way, and that's for you to find out. It's on you to find out, to discover, to explore what your blueprint is. And how do you know which idea to pursue? When you are someone with a lot of ideas, I totally understand it can be hard to know which idea to pursue first. And after years of pursuing lots of ideas, I recommend going after the one you feel most excited, most passionate about, the one you feel will improve your life and the lives of others, the one you feel you have the most resources for in this moment. And just know that pursuing ideas comes with a lot of trial and error. You absolutely have to be willing to make mistakes to quote unquote fail to not have things go as planned. That's just the nature of the game. And it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to quote unquote fail. It's okay to not have things go as planned. The more you just keep trying out your ideas and like sincerely giving them a try, right? Not like, you know, quote unquote failing once and giving up or giving it a try for a month or a couple of months and then giving up, you know, like, Allow your attempts to take time, like really take your time with them, like sincerely give them a try because so many people who pursue their ideas give up too soon. Don't be one of those people that gives up too soon. Like you want to be able to walk away really feeling like you gave it your all. And the more that you keep giving it your all, the more that you keep trying your ideas, the more you'll strengthen your discernment to know which idea to pursue, the more you'll develop a creative and logistical skill set that will make pursuing your ideas easier. And the more comfortable you'll be with just trying, just putting yourself out there and taking risks and making sacrifices. I absolutely believe in you. I really, really do. And I pray that after tuning into this conversation, you believe in yourself at least a little bit more. The last thing I'd like to share before we get into affirmations is that one thing I've come to know is that I can do everything. Like I sincerely believe 
that I can achieve everything I set my heart and mind to. I just can't do everything at once and especially not alone. So I say this to you, you can do everything. You can achieve everything you set your heart and mind to. You just can't do everything all at once and especially not alone. Don't overwhelm yourself with pursuing everything all at once. Don't pressure yourself nor your ideas. Don't rush yourself nor your ideas. Trust in divine timing. Okay, let's close this conversation now with some affirmations. I encourage you to repeat these affirmations after me. I encourage you to write these affirmations down if you feel called to them, if they resonate with you, if they feel good to you and your heart and your spirit. I welcome abundance in my life and I welcome my abundance of ideas. My ideas are blessings, not burdens. I receive my ideas with an open heart, an open mind, and open hands. I allow myself to explore my ideas because I am worthy of being expanded by my ideas. My ideas deserve to be gifted the opportunity to be brought to life. I believe in myself and my ability to bring both big and small ideas to life. As long as my ideas help me learn and grow, None of my ideas are a waste of time and energy. I am strengthening my ability to discern which ideas are worth investing in. I write my ideas down with the intention to bring forth clarity. My ideas are brilliant, unique, creative, and are a reflection of my higher potentials. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for receiving this conversation. Thank you for bringing this podcast into your present moment. I truly am so honored. I'm so grateful. And I truly see the creator in you. I truly believe in you and your ability to bring your ideas to life, both big and small. I believe in your ability to overcome any and all trials and tribulations, any and all challenges and obstacles that may arise in your pursuit to bring your ideas to life. And again, I just really want you to know that you are worthy you're worthy of experiencing one of your ideas coming to life. 
especially the big ones, the small ones too, but you really are worthy of experiencing the experience of bringing one of your, one of your big ideas to life. If you enjoyed this conversation, please head on over to Apple Podcasts, find the Starting With Gratitude page, scroll down, see the stars and comment box waiting for you to share a rating and review, and share a review from the heart. Let the people know why you recommend this podcast, help this podcast community grow. I thank you so much, so, so much again for being here. Your presence is felt, and I look forward to seeing you speaking with you in the next episode. Peace, blessings, so much love and gratitude. Your girl, your host, Jocelyn.